Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Alistair. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. So, we watched Top Secret last week. It was a fun movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not like my favorite comedy that I've ever watched, but uh, that was pretty good. Can't, can't complain too much. Yeah, the quality compared to like obscurity, like obscurity of the movie is very off, as Alan yeah. has pointed out. Yeah, I feel I feel it's one of the few thing, one of the few movies that I know of that I can legitimately say is, uh, like, is you know underappreciated. Yeah, or, or uh, a hidden gem. Yeah, that yeah exactly a hidden gem. Yeah, those two terms get misused so often. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you ever watch this movie Fight Club? It's a real hidden gem. It's like <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't have too much to add on to what we discussed in the episode. It was a solid movie. Uh, no complaints for me. I would agree with that. <laughs> it was a solid movie. It was fun. I got some good laughs. It was fine. Yeah, thanks for bringing it, Alistair. Yeah. We would have never have heard of it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no problem. It's it's one of my personal favorites, and I can understand why some people don't like love it as much as I do. But I really love that movie. Honestly, really surprised. One, one thing about that movie that really surprised, like how good the musical bits were. Yes, like the musical bits. In you that don't movie. realize it's a musical. Yeah, but like it's really good. Like just. The... <laughs> Everybody was skeet shooting, like just like oh man, that was <laughs> what a great way to open up the movie, and like the whole sequence yeah. of the beachgoers and you're really getting shot it was uh, hilarious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. We don't have a, have a lot there, but we do have ourselves a question from a listener. Hype! 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 From our from our new and continuing friend anonymous male our new super fan <laughs> thank you super fan yeah uh and yeah uh feel free if you email us again in the future to let us know if you there's something else you'd prefer to be referred to as but that is what your email comes up as so for for the time being you are anonymous male and we love you for it uh and their question is Seeing as how the mismatched history broke both Tepper and Alistair, I must ask that if they were to make a fantasy historical army, what would it be? Soldiers, weapons, vehicles, etc. Ivan, you've glossed over the best part of this question, which is the garnishing at the beginning and end. I, yes, I didn't want to try to pronounce anything that isn't in English. <laughs> uh, so our anonymous superfan isn't so anonymous. Their uh, last name is uh, Campioni. Um, a World War II Italian uh, naval officer seems to be sending us questions. Yeah, I was about to say I, that name rings a bell. <laughs> I'm more of a World War One guy. You're both missing it. The question starts off saying, okay, I'm not great at Italian, but buongiorno. And then it ends with amiglion saluti. And 
Ah, wonderful. Uh, one of our one of our guests, Chris, uh, deemed himself the Italian translator and told us what those mean. Um, the beginnings, obviously, are like a good day, and the last one is like, oh damn, what was it? What was it? Chris said, um, in in regards or something like like how you would end an email or something, but like it's in Italian, so it's spicy. <laughs> that spicy meatball, you might even say. Yes. Yeah, you might say that. Also, Shauna, thank you for taking the bullet and pronouncing that stuff. I yeah. will happily mispronounce any word you want. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Al- I already get enough flack for how I pronounce English. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. We have fantasy historical army. Yeah. So when I read this, I take it to be similar to like a fantasy football team. So, who are your yeah. who are your picks for soldiers? What kind of weapons are they going to have? Do you do you give uh, do you give M one Abrams to to the Spartans? See, yeah, here's how I would go with it. I think, um, just because of my personal bias, historic bias, um, I would say that my soldiers would be the crack stormtroopers of the Canadian military during the First World War because they were very good at what they did. Mm. Um, but uh, but I would have them decked out in modern weaponry uh, but I don't know what exactly but like yeah something like you know just general general arms and but the vehicles would be this sounds really bad given that we're in a really tumultuous time politically but I would give every single armored division um, German tanks because German engineering. Which German tanks? What, uh, what was the Tepper? What was the one? What was the Tigers? What was the Tiger Mark that got into production just as the war ended? Was it the Tiger Five? Uh, King Tiger. Like the Mark Five. Yeah, King Tiger. Something like that. Like just something so fucking. Just something so big, and impregnable. <laughs> You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, just, just, and just have a lot of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and, and important thing: fix their reliability issues in their transmissions. Absolutely, fix those and fix the treadlock. <laughs> fix the treadlock. God, those things. Yeah. Those things are funny from like a super weapon point of view of like, wow, like look at those things. Like they're garbage. Like they're absolute garbage. Uh, they could take a hit, but they couldn't move. Well, they couldn't move. The transmission sucked. The resources to make them were insane. Like, oh man, there were so many issues with like German production during World War II and their tank design. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like, and if if we were going more fantasy from the traditional sense of the word, it would be more like, I don't know, you know, Guardians from Des- the Destiny franchise or something. Like, just something that's, like, so in- impossible to defeat that I would win pretty much any engagement <laughs> by purely having them. But, like, that, I feel like that was a bit of a cop-out. So I'm going more with, like, the historically relevant, just, like, picking pieces from different tactical points. So that's what I'd say. Canadian soldiers, good, solid weaponry, like, uh, modern weaponry, and then just solid german engineered tanks with their flaws fixed mm-hmm. uh for myself i've got kind of like three examples i'll kind of go through so um one of my favorite games when i was growing up uh and 
still is one of my favorite games is uh command and conquer red alert 2 uh so so so, uh uh, fan like fantasy army wise uh definitely the entire universe of uh red alert 2 like (laughs) fucking uh tesla towers that destroy tanks uh oh man to even get into it double barrel giant russian rhino tanks uh dolphins with like psychic emitters on their back or some shit like that (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, it was psychic emitters. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was weaponized. It weaponized their sonar. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, like the, was, the yeah. Russians had mind controlled like octopi, yep. um, uh, teleportation devices, uh, uh, stealth tanks. God, that, I love that whole man. I gotta, I gotta play Red Alert two again. Yeah, terror same. drones. Yeah, yeah, terror drones. <laughs> Actually, yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> bear-sized spider robots that can rip apart a human just as easily as they can rip apart a tank. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, I I love that whole like that whole uh, that the cold like that Cold War alt history anything any stuff oh, like that sure. I just love across the board like um yeah. r- really. Uh, there's so many creative interpretations of it that are like really interesting. Um, so like that would be my my like first pick. Um, now what would be my second uh, for like a historical fantasy army? Hmm. See, this one is tough because like there's been a lot of really like there's a couple like obvious examples of like really cool armies uh but i'm not sure which one i want to pick it's Hmm. tricky because you don't you don't want to pick the oh okay so now i I remember one that i want to do in alternate reality where battleship tanks weren't pieces of shit and actually worked um (laughs) that is that is and and a world where that development continued so just these bigger and bigger like land battleship tanks with multiple turrets and shit like that, uh, fighting on the battlefield would be uh, pretty yeah. pretty fucking sick. I was actually thinking about that. You actually kind of landed in it. Imagine like have you ever seen that really interesting universe that's basically like if the if World War One was fought in a steampunk universe? I don't think I've seen that before. Okay, there's there's a couple of book series that play into it, but a lot of it's like they have like big steam powered mechs and like like land tanks, like you were talking about, mm. and like stuff like that. But like they're they're actually like functional within the universe. That's I'll, I'll try to I'll try to I'll try to find what the name of the book was, but yeah, it's basically like World War One, but if it were a steampunk universe, and that like you talking about land tanks is like exactly like right out of that just like these gigantic for- mobile fortresses with like guns protruding out of every corner <laughs> and, like completely impractical from like a like a normal standpoint but like from a steampunk standpoint it's like it's like howl's moving castle yeah, but with I, a bunch of guns sticking out of it yeah because i mean like i mean like in steampunk impractical is the whole aesthetic <laughs> like well, yeah, if, yeah, you're exactly. not, if you're not being impractical what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like exactly yeah um and then for like an actual like historical all-stars army 
Um, this one, this one's tough actually, because like I did. Who would you pick as your general staff? Oh, like if you could pick, yeah. like, a, like if you could pick like a country's general staff. Hmm. Because that that would be that'd be tricky. Uh, in terms of like general staff and officers, like American Army World War Two, hundred percent. Um. And then in terms of like actual fighting. I mean, I might let my bias come through, but the Canadians were pretty fucking rad during the Second World War as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, definitely, like, like obviously, we hard to hold up to the Americans because, like, the Americans were like ten times our number in terms of like fighting units. Uh, but like the Canadians, like, fought some really hard engagements all over the world. Italy, in yeah, particular, was absolutely we got, brutal. We- we got the shaft a lot because we were dealing with, we were the mop-up crew, right? Mm-hmm. Like the U S army was the spearhead and we had to come by and deal with the pockets of resistance. And that's some, that's some of like the hardest yeah. jobs in, in war. So yeah, like I would agree with that too. Canadians yeah. in the second world war would be a solid foundation for your army. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then, I mean like equipment, this is like fantasy stuff. So like, let's give them some, some leopard tanks, maybe the M1A Abrams, like yep. modern body armor, um, a nice modern uh, air force as well to go along with it. Uh, yep. You know, all, all the bells and whistles for our uh, fighting Canadian troops. Uh, although, I mean, like that's that's kind of like an easy answer. It's like, I want to give modern equipment to this historical army. Uh, but it is it is really fun. Give them Japanese steel. <laughs> Folded <From>. 1,000 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be a pretty fr- fun anachronism. Just a soldier yeah. with a katana. I mean, a Bri- uh, the famous uh, British officer with like a longbow who killed a German soldier. There are guys going up on the beaches with fucking long swords and shit like that. Yeah, there, there was a famous, I can't remember his name, but there was a famous Scottish officer who was in the british army during the second world war that has is the only person to have stormed d-day and has three confirmed kills by claymore and i mean the sword yeah yeah <laughs> like, nice. um, so yeah <laughs> i have a fantasy army oh and it's oh. all based on real world stuff that i don't i don't really know much about an army of enough. wolves and cats the emu war. This is a real thing. This is a real, is a real thing. We know. Now, take the emu war exactly as it was. Give the emus that that guy who played the bagpipe two bagpipes per emu. They're on the side of the emus. That's it. That's Fair all enough. I'm changing about the war. Okay. The emus have bagpipes. Yes, as support only. The bagpipers are just there making noise. All right. Good, good, good war. Thank you. Good war. I like it. I love that war. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. You blow I'm not here sitting out. here educating the world about all the historical <laughs> things and all the weapons and all the. Oh, they set up these camps on the beaches and it was so amazing for the time. No, it's emus and there's people with bagpipes supporting them. And then the emus win anyways, despite being the only side that suffers casualties. <laughs> hey, the Australian army lost a couple of trucks. 
and a machine and, and a machine gun. They actually lost them to the to them. Yeah, that's so they lost something. <laughs> Amos definitely came out with the moral victory there. Oh, absolutely. Guys, guys, ever see that uh, clip of I? I don't know what country this happened in, but like a bunch of like kind of uh, like rebel group looking guys hand an AK forty seven to a, like a monkey, and then it starts actually shooting the gun, and they freak out. <laughs> Don't give that. Don't give a weapon to something that has opposable thumbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a lesson they learned that day. <laughs> they can hold it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> don't give anything. Don't give anything a gun that has a trigger finger. Speaking of giving animals people things. Really ham fisting all these sports in here, aren't you? That one was really beautiful to look at. I mean, he had infinite sand and rocks at his disposal. Also, sand and rocks, key components of magic. Yeah, he really fucked up with his dying breath. Everyone goes through a goth phase. It's normal. Especially after your dad dies and you're assumed dead for months. Right? Also, why is that the stipulation? (laughs) He's bad at this. Revealing his amazing abs. And then he performed a Hadouken. Really nice looking. God damn, that's some nice water. <laughs> they put work into that water. But it, yeah. did, it did set up his uh, obsession. He's kind of lame. No, he <laughs> is lame. I'm not going to say kind of. He is fucking lame. But we need a convoluted plotline for the children. I mean, no, no movie has done a better job of it than Zootopia, so. That's because it's a musical. The, the feels when you kill your girlfriend. <laughs> Like, nice tasteful amount of princess cleavage. Yeah. Please, ma'am, may I have some coochie? Like, this movie did have a surprising amount of consent for a princess movie. Eh. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> That's right, it's Swan Princess. So please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com. Or message us on Twitter, at DLZebra, or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. Yeah. It's good intermission, good question. Thank you again, Anonymous Mail. Keep them coming if you got them. Don't feel forced. Uh, yeah, it's been a fun time. Looking forward to Swan Princess. It was a favorite of mine growing up. <laughs> the Swan Princess police are here. <laughs> I'm not going back to jail (laughs) (laughs) you can't make me as always you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com and a special thanks to 8BitJazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description